You've got a passion for the outdoors, a desire to feel the warm sun on your face, the sound of your fly line whipping through the air, the pop of the water as the fish inhales the fly you just found in the floorboard of your truck. You need to feel the cool waters on your feet, the crisp north breeze of a November morning, the sound of a turkey gobble, the December rut, the chills of an elk bugle in September. It's the longing passion to chase your obsession. This is what we share. This is what we preach. Welcome to Honey Hole Hangout. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You read the title of this show. You said huge fly fisherman. You thought to yourself, is this really happening? Could this be the day? Is this going to be the greatest podcast I ever listened to? Yes, today's yeah. the day. Today's yeah. the day. Today's the and day. today is going to be the best podcast you've ever listened to. We had Ben, the huge fly fisherman himself, sit down across the camera from us and chat about all things huge and fly fishing. <laughs> huge. 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 No, it's fantastic. It was There's, great. If you want to know why people hate Texans, you'll find out. <laughs> you want to know if fried chicken's worth taking on the boat with you on a day of fishing? Yes, it is. You'll find out how. (laughs) You'll find out how to prep it it and warm it up so it doesn't get all nasty and uh, mushy mushy and soggy. Keep it crispy. There's a lot of great information piled into this podcast. Do you guys have any comments you'd like to add? No, it was good. I, I... I don't know. These are always fun. You know, we had we had a lot of questions that came in, which was cool. Oh, you guys sent us so yeah. many questions. Like, and I didn't even ask half of them. Some of them, honestly, were a little lame. I think that you guys could have been a little bit more creative with your questions. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, come on, guys. We have huge fly fishermen on. If you really want to get a question on, you got to ask a right. question. You got to have your A game. A game. This was an A game episode. This was right. an A game episode. So you had to bring your A game listener question, and most of you did. Yeah, no, you no. answered the call, and I'm I'm proud. Yeah, I'm proud. I blocked a couple of people, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is this is a good one, guys. Um, one thing that we wanted to mention that we don't normally do, given the situation, uh, normally on our podcast we like to keep it family friendly. We bleep some cuss words. Uh, sometimes they slip through. Sometimes they don't. We really don't have a rule. We feel like if it needs to be bleeped, we bleep it, and that may be one thing one day and something else another day. And so, but this episode is you're gonna get it how it comes. There's gonna be no bleeping of words. You're getting it raw as the huge fly fisherman himself would give it to you on his YouTube. We channel. did have a, a board meeting to discuss. Yeah. And it was determined that there's just no, there's just no, this is such a good episode. It's, it, it's, it's part of the passion that he has for it certain needs, things. Needs untouched. Yeah. It, it, it needs to be it, untouched. It, should, it needs to be untouched. We told him before we hit record, hey man, if there's anything you say you want to take out, he's like, hell no, that's not my style. So, so we're leaving it raw, uncut, untouched. This is for you and we hope you guys enjoy. All right, guys. So today with us, we have a great guest for y'all. I know a lot of people are excited. We got about 100 messages and question requests for Ben, the huge fly fisherman, 
who sucks at fly fishing. <laughs> Welcome to the show, man. <laughs> Hello. Thanks for having me on. It's man, true. I do suck. We're excited to have you on. I'm going to give a quick story about Ben, uh, my only personal experience with him, and he probably doesn't remember. Um, when I was working at Orvis, we were doing this uh, uh, fundraiser to raise money for the Devil's River Conservancy, and we were selling stickers for a dollar, and all the money was going to the Devil's River Conservancy. I messaged Ben, and he sent me a fat stack of uh, huge fly fisherman stickers, and I'm pretty sure we sold out fairly quickly. So I appreciate that, and you didn't charge us for them, and uh, uh, I appreciate you doing that. I don't know if you remember that or not, but... Uh, I do. I absolutely remember yeah. that. Yeah, it was yeah. surely appreciated. So thanks for doing that, man. Well, it's my, it's my pleasure. I like to help out where I can, you know. There's... Uh, uh, I try to find all those avenues and even some as silly as a bunch of stickers can make a difference sometimes. So um, let's start with this. Let's give everyone a little bit of a background. For those who don't know you, I'm pretty sure almost everyone does. I'd say probably 90% of the people that we know know who you are. But for the 10%, describe what you do in the fly fishing uh, I make videos about fly fishing that are – probably different than other videos you have seen. Uh, I like to give you the straight shit and, um, you know, sometimes I'm plugging products, but I'm pretty open about that. And I just like to be a, a, a non-traditional voice in fly fishing, whether it's opinion based or instructional based, whatever you're looking for, I got something to say. And then your channel is a huge fly fisherman for YouTube, right? Yeah, the YouTube channel is called Huge Fly Fisherman. Uh, pretty easy to find. I also have a website, Huge Fly Fisherman, where you can get uh, merch. And uh, you can be a member of my website and get some bonus content that you can't get on YouTube. Also, Instagram, Huge Fly Fisherman. Everything's Huge Fly Fisherman. It's a pretty, I have a lot of brand continuity, you could say. What, uh, what made you want to start a YouTube channel and get that rolling? Because uh, as a group of podcasters. We also have a YouTube where we put out content irregularly. Um, and so we know how much work it is, especially with another job. And I know you also have another job. So what was like the jumping off point of like, what made you want to start that? Uh, it was my wife's idea, period. Uh, really? We, yeah, it was all her, everything, all the best ideas in my life have been her ideas. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was her idea. You know, I, um, I've always been into fly fishing, you could say, and I was over guiding and I still wanted to be in, well, I was over guiding. I wouldn't say I still wanted to be involved, but I knew it's a skill set that I have that I can, uh, earn some revenue with. And we had to, I didn't want to guide. I don't want to work in a shop and things like that. So it was, uh, um, that was, I guess our best solution. And obviously it's a long-term thing. We went into it knowing that, uh, but it was but all her idea. That YouTube was a long-term thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause it takes yeah. a while you, to get the ball rolling. Right. Well, it ha I feel like it happened for me pretty quickly, but, um, the, the, not only YouTube, but all the stuff that goes along with it, you know, it's, it's not, I do a lot more than just YouTube, even though it, it's all sort of based around that. Uh, but yeah, we went into it with a long-term approach and now we're four years into it. So it's, 
just getting more real all the time. Well, when you have the buy-in from your wife, that makes it so much easier to do to do this stuff. Oh, and especially yeah, when it's her I mean, idea. Yeah, it's like uh, you. She tells me I need to go on a fishing trip. You exactly. Know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's a, it's a team effort. She's very much behind the scenes and I'm, I'm the one uh, yelling at the camera. <laughs> what, uh, what made you want to get out of guiding? Because a lot of people we talk to young or whatever, they see guiding as like the dream, the pinnacle. I want to be a fly fishing guide. It's the cool thing to do now. Um, sure. Why would you want to get out of that? If that is what everyone aspires to be. I was over it. Uh, I guided for about 20 years, some of that full-time, some of that part-time. And I was just uh, over it. And the reason why is uh, I didn't like the seasonality of it, at least where I am. It, you, where I am, you can be a fishing guide, you know, four months out of the year. So your choices are travel or move somewhere where you can guide year round Tra- by travel. I mean, you're guiding here in the summer and you're guiding somewhere else in the winter or whatever. Um, uh, so it was, I didn't like the seasonality and honestly, I didn't, it, it, uh, once I started a family and everything, it just didn't pay well enough for me the way I was doing it. I wasn't my own outfitter. I was working for somebody else and, or several people. And, it, uh, I needed something that paid a little better. And, I thought about this a lot and I'm, I'm finally like, uh, secure enough, I guess, to say that I did not like the pressure of, I need to get this person a fish and it's just a little 14 inch trout, but I, uh, I've come to terms with the fact that I didn't like the pressure. And I think that's a tough one for me. Uh, and you know, most of the time I was, I was spoiled. We're guy. I was most of my guiding was on private water. Like they're going to catch a fish, you know, but, uh, but it was, I didn't like the pressure period, but uh, I was glad I did it. I learned a lot from it. I met some amazing people, but I'm just over it. And luckily I found something else that I can do. No, that that's, that's, and that's a good look into it. Um, what were, when you were a guide, what were your favorite type of clients? And then what were your least favorite type of clients? Uh, my favorite clients were the wives, you know, (laughs) yeah, it's all, it's always a husband and wife or not always, but you know, that's pretty common. And the wife is, uh, she might not always be happy to be there, but, but I can, I can convince her that it's a good time and she'll just listen to what I say and what I'm trying to do where the husband is, is just like you tell him what to do and he's go, okay, I got it. And then he doesn't do it. And you have to say it a hundred times. I don't, uh, <laughs> do you guys have guide experience? Cause I think every guide can relate to that. Uh, w- well, I think between the, you know, I, I was a fishing manager at Orvis. Um, I've taken people on trips. We I've put, Oh gosh, a couple thousand people through fly fishing courses through the store. Yeah. Zach was a volunteer right. for me. And we've done like, um, uh, like waiting trips and stuff at certain yeah, places and stuff like that. I, uh, w- yeah, kind of. I would say he dabbled, but definitely with like. Well, the you can thing. even still get a taste of that just with casting lessons. Oh no, oh, for sure. Know? I can one hundred percent like 
the wives, like, they listen, and so they just pick it up. And then the husband's mad because the right. wife gets it and he doesn't. But he's not listening to anything that you say. And Exactly. It, yeah. Well, I even know just, like, when Kendall and I go out. Kendall's my wife. Uh, when we go out with a guide, <laughs> it's kind of the same way. Like, she always outfishes me. And I think it's because she takes on to what the guide's saying so much sooner. Rather than me being like, uh, you know, I get it, but I'm going to do kind of like what I know as well. <laughs> not yeah. realizing, oh, I'm on the water, they fish yeah. at least once a day, if not more. You know? They're not going to tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Not gonna, yeah. No, no, no. Not, not going to yeah. tell me how to live my life. Zach's exactly. like, don't you know I have a fly fishing podcast? <laughs> yeah. You should be asking me. Exactly. The wives are great, yeah, man. Yeah. They listen to you. And and they and they respond and, and do it. You tell. See, and I've got and then uh, I've got ten yeah. plus years in in retail as well, and in you know in fly fishing. And I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I've 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 hit some customers on their hands because they, <laughs> they weren't getting it, and then all of a sudden, okay, they got it. But I feel like you shouldn't teach your wife to play golf, drive, or fly fish. Yeah, my my I taught my wife to fish, and she was by far the the toughest client I ever had. Yeah. While we were like dating, you know, yeah. I'm trying to date her and to fish. Also, I had a lot more patience actually since I was trying to date her. Or I was, but right. yeah, she was difficult. Yeah, is there, but then you very difficult. Like no, no, no. Look, if, if you can kayaking, do, yeah, kayaking, yeah, 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 tandem kayaking is is by far the worst. I, I think if you want to marry, <laughs> oh, if you want to marry a girl, you 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 see what your patience is with doing those three things or four things. And then y'all move out and don't don't hire movers, but move. If you guys, if your relationship can handle moving from one place Ugh. to another, you're going to get through a lot of stuff in life. Yeah. <laughs> we did okay moving. You see? So there you go. Yeah, you should be good. fine. But I've seen lots of buddies <laughs> are getting huge arguments <laughs> over all the crap that they needed to move. <laughs> yeah. So, Ben, you brought up an interesting topic when we were emailing back and forth that we haven't covered on the show. And uh, we got some interesting opinions back when we submitted the question. But uh, why – the question is, why do people hate Texans? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm curious why you wanted to bring that up as a topic, and then maybe we can, uh, maybe we can dive into that a little bit. <laughs> well, number one – I mean, the main reason I brought it up was just to stir some shit. That will stir. And what, you want to know my opinion on yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, give me your opinion. Okay. Um, well, I feel like before I start shitting all over you, I need to tell you that I've lived in a resort town – in Colorado for the last 20 plus years. And uh, so we see a lot of Texans on vacation. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I'll just give you some, so I'll just, I mean, you don't know how to drive. You don't <laughs> get in the right lane. Um, your trucks are too big. Um, one thing I hear a lot, is that well in Texas we do this and well in Texas we do that. You're not in Texas, dude. You're not in Texas. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm curious what an example of that is. Um, that uh, where they say, well, in Texas we do this, but it's not something that you guys do where you're at. It uh, it's not anything specific. There's no theme to it. The theme to it is that when somebody's doing fuck something dumb as shit, they just say, "Oh," and you call them out on it. Their first response is, "Well, in Texas we do this," and and, and that's just their 
that's just their go-to excuse for being called out. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I got you. They want to blame Texas. Well, I don't know, man. <laughs> but it's it, it, they're very frustrating, and and this is all tongue in cheek. You guys pay my bills up here. Like I, I, I don't. I really don't hate Texas. I, feel like I just love them. A lot, a lot of uh, Fort Worth folks and a lot of Houston folks that are probably the ones saying stuff. Yeah, Dallas, Houston, Dallas, Houston. Yeah, well, I mean, and there's this whole. Uh, if you go way back through my videos, there's a repeating sort of character that I refer to that's Richard from Houston. <laughs> and, yeah. and it's based on, um, you know, all right, so I've got it in Colorado for about 20 years, but I think any Western trout guide can relate to this. I'd say at least 50% of your clients are oil guys from Houston. Yep. And, and they're just so pervasive in the client the fly fishing client base, like all those dudes, they live in Houston, they play golf a lot and they fly fish two times a year. And, and we see them all the time and they're all, they're just cookie cutter. They're all interchangeable. They're the same fucking guy over and over again. And I like their wife a lot better than I like them. You know, <laughs> yeah, I get that. yeah, you're not wrong, <laughs> right? I know I'm not wrong. <laughs> yeah. A lot of bullshit comes out of my mouth, but I feel it's usually justified to some degree. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I mean, yeah. look, think back at all your retail. Same thing with you know, you you run into those folks, you know, on the retail side. They have the questions. They're like, "Well, I'm doing this. I did this last time." And you're like, eh, "Okay, good luck," <laughs> you know. But yeah, I could see it. Yeah, but I feel like also Texans get uh, the bad rap or what? The bad rep, like that's a common thing. Like I googled, why do people not like Texas in preparation for <laughs> asking this question? Uh-huh. What are they yeah. saying? And it was like because the Dallas Cowboys are America's team, and really the Green Bay Packers should be America's team, and nobody likes the Cowboys, and nobody likes Jerry Jones, and they drive big trucks, and they like country music, and uh, it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of stereotypes. Like, the answers were a lot of Texas stereotypes. I think Ben gave us, like, a more realistic uh, thing that happens. Like, I can imagine, and I've been skiing one time in my life, and it was not a good experience because there was no snow, and I just fell down the mountain. (laughs) (laughs) But I can imagine being a Texan that goes skiing uh, once or twice a year and doesn't know what the heck they're doing, and you have all these locals that know how to get on the lift, they know how to get down the mountain, they know the rules and the lingo and the culture, and uh, I could see getting frustrated with somebody who's falling down the mountain and doesn't know how to get on or off the ski lift because it's taking up their time. So, uh, I, uh, <coughs> I, mean, I, won't, I wouldn't I say that the ski area is the problem. It's the when, when everyone's running around in town. At the ski area, I know how to avoid those people, and they all kind of just stay in their areas, and you can get around them. It's more when they're in town. Yeah, and. And I've been to Texas many, many times, and and uh, you guys drive like assholes down there too. So, <laughs> oh yeah, well, I, no, in San Antonio, we actually don't know how to. Drive. Yeah, we don't know how to drive yeah. in San Antonio, yeah, but that's, everywhere that's else accurate. they drive yeah. like assholes. Yeah, Houston's the worst. Houston is the worst. Houston's, Houston's here, but, but Dallas, uh, Dal- uh, well, Dal- yeah, Dallas is pretty bad. Yeah, give us some some drizzle. You oh, know, so we'll forget. And and I don't know if I'm oh, making. Oh, it's work. all over. I mean, yeah. you, you saw how it was. Uh, yeah. Was it last year or a year and a half ago with the snow? Yeah, snowpocalypse. We couldn't handle it. No, no. we, we didn't make down. it. Craziness. Yeah, we couldn't make yeah. it anywhere. Could, we were stuck. Yeah, 
was it. Yeah, so some of the responses <laughs> to that question were because we're better, um, because we're the best. <laughs> yeah, gr- yeah, real creative, yeah. real awesome. Uh, someone <laughs> said – Sounds like a very Texan answer. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, it's, it's definitely, though, because, like, from the time – like, I wasn't born in Texas, but I've been here since I was, like, first grade. Like, it is ingrained in you that Texas is the best state. Absolutely. Oh, I get it, man. Yeah. Like my it, my cousin has a Texas tattoo over his heart on his chest. <laughs> that's I get it. it. That's just yeah. the life down here. It's like if you don't if you don't believe that, it's like okay, well then get it. that's they will literally tell yeah. you if you don't believe that, well then get out, move. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So sure. Like, I, I get there it. There is like I I, I am proud to be from Texas, and I definitely love living in Texas. So there's no shame there. I consider myself happy to be a Texan. I can understand why people don't like Texans, but I would rather live in a state where we're proud to be here. And to be part of the state than, like, live somewhere like, oh, nobody wants to be here. I yeah. mean, in Oklahoma, like. So Ben made all of the Texas listeners mad, and I just pissed off all the Oklahoma listeners. So uh, Both of them? Yeah, both of them. Yeah, yeah. Both of them. So some, one of the more creative responses we got is because uh, Davy Crockett got killed, um, and that's what started the whole uh, – the whole, the whole shebang, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> right. the, then we got two back-to-pack comments, and one person said, they hate us because they ain't us. Uh-huh. And then Damn. the next one was, they hate us because they ain't us. Oh, A-N-U-S. No. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then a lot of, like, uh, Texas pride. Uh, a guy from California commented, we're just jealous of the barbecue. Um yeah. True. Yeah. yeah. Got our own toast. Um, yeah. yeah, that's that pretty much co- <laughs> covers the toast. <laughs> we do got our own toast. Yeah, tacos are pretty great. Oh, that leads me tacos lead me to another question uh-huh. uh, that was submitted. And uh there's a lot of people giving a strong argument. We're a big fan of breakfast tacos here and picking up tacos before you go fishing. You're quite a fan of fried chicken from watching a lot of your videos. <laughs> there's a lot yeah. of people arguing for uh breakfast tacos greater than fried chicken. Like cold morning chicken? Well, oh. yeah, the, the chicken isn't for breakfast. No, no, but we it's... don't necessarily eat them for breakfast. I mean, we just grab a breakfast taco, take it to the river, sure. eat it for lunch. It's half cold, and, whatever. And, and uh, I am a big fan of, of getting a big burrito in the morning and eating half of it and then wrapping the rest up in the foil and, and having the rest for lunch. after it's like That's like a burrito is better after it's been sitting in, in its juices for six months hours or whatever and yeah. in your backpack yeah. you know I, I, will, um, I will say like a, a three hour old bean and cheese taco is pretty solid yeah, any <laughs> breakfast taco yeah. a couple hours when you've been your busting pocket. your butt on the, on yeah. the river yeah fair L- enough little pocket talk yeah you know oh, i feel like that's not a fair comparison first of all between <laughs> breakfast tacos and fried chicken and also i don't have experience with the breakfast tacos yeah so, breakfast, I, burrito, I, bre- breakfast tacos is kind of like honestly a texas thing even like in west texas they don't even do the taco thing they do well, they burritos. do the burritos yeah they call them burritos but really it's just a little bit of a larger taco that's rolled and the sauce is typically in there uh well the sauce what are you talking about yeah yeah like if there's like a no enchiladas you talking about enchiladas no I'm talking about burrito like if you get a breakfast burrito a lot of times like everything is in there in that one no but West Texas though that there's a there's a line past I want to say like Fort Stockton 
where it's green chilies and oh, because it's practically New Mexico. Yeah, like if <laughs> yeah. You, so. And, and I've got so the food's in El Paso. better then. I got family in El Paso. When you go to El Paso and you order a, a taco, they kind of look at you weird because uh-huh. they're they're you, it's you burritos. Burritos. Yeah, yeah. But they're not they're not oh. necessarily like bad burritos. They're just rolled up tacos. Like, it's just, it's breakfast tacos is like a South Texas thing. It's yeah. a taco with an ass. Yeah. Where are you guys? San Antonio. Austin? San Antonio. San Antonio. Okay, yeah. somebody said that earlier. I forgot. I was way off. Uh, how far? So, what's uh, is that? Possum Kingdom? Uh, no. So off? we're south of Austin. By we're an hour south of Austin, basically. Okay, so you're Guadalupe. Yeah. Oh the, yeah. 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 We're okay. we're forty five right. minutes. Oh, so you okay. we, we we got uh, some questions about your thoughts on the Guadalupe River. Uh, have yeah. you been? What's that? Uh, you cut out. Have you been to the Guadalupe? No, no, I haven't been there. Um, uh, when I do, when when I do go there, uh, we'll do a quick plug for uh, Action Angler, my buddy Chris Jackson. I'll probably go fish with him. And uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess any trout fishing is better than no trout fishing at all. That's that's kind of the way I see it. Yeah. Um, I, I get more of a kick when somebody out of when somebody posts a picture of it. Uh, is it called a Texas cichlid or a Rio Grande cichlid? A Rio, Rio Grande cichlid. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think that's cooler than a trout. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And I get then Guadalupe bass. Actually, I, I mean, I'm saturated in trout, so I don't get a kick out of that. But I can understand how it's pretty neat for you guys. And you can put a boat on it and float it. You know, like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. It's a special um, river. I mean, the Guadalupe is doing a little bit of everything. Yeah, yeah exactly. Then there's striper fishing and so, a lot of, a lot of options. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Where's the striper fishing above the lake in or the in the lake? section? Yeah. Oh, downstream from the dam. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know now, that at all. There's also striper fishing on the lake on Canyon Lake. And that's a big thing. But uh-huh. The uh the really big fish are in the river because they eat the trout. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah like, okay. Like, there's been like 30, wow. 40 pounders caught yeah. in the river. Yeah. Oh wow, yeah. I didn't know they were that big. Yeah, yeah no, they're are massive. They, there must be not be a lot of them. There, Otherwise, I feel like I would have heard about it. There is not a lot of them. No, I feel like a few are caught every year though. Guys, the yeah, there are a couple guys that have it dialed and can. Yeah, they will catch a couple of big fish per year. Yeah. But I yeah, would say, just how much t- time do you want to yeah. spend fishing a giant ass streamer exactly. or a swim bait? Yeah, you know. Yeah. I would say it'd be like Texas equivalent of musky fishing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're gonna yeah. cast ten thousand times, but you're gonna like the one you, you get yeah, is, is gonna, gonna be sure. fish. thirty pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah, how much time do you want to spend doing it, man? Right. So you yeah. said you've been to Texas a couple times. Have you fished in Texas? Uh. Man, not. I feel like I have not recently. When I was a kid, I fished in Texas a little bit. I fish in sh- around the Shreveport area in Louisiana, okay. which is basically a suburb of Dallas. You know, <laughs> so I, I, I feel like I fish in East Texas a lot, even though technically I'm over the state line. Yep. Uh, uh, but no, I, 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 I can't. I feel like I'm overlooking something, but no, I don't really fish in Texas. I just kind of travel through there. 
but I have something on the books for uh, the end of, or this spring coming up. I'm going to do some bass fishing in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Oh, awesome. Sweet man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Private Lake. So hopefully it'll be good. We'll see. Um, let me see here. Let me see some of the other cool. Yeah, a lot of oh, which piece of fried chicken is the best? I'm gonna go back to that. Ooh, good call. Leg, thigh, or breast? Did you send me this message yesterday? Because I just got this ex- exact question yesterday. I did in not. A message. No, Somebody... no, no. <laughs> Somebody just really needs it answered. Yeah. <laughs> I just got on Instagram. Somebody sent me the word for word the same message, uh, and I'll I'll get I'll read I'll I'll regurgitate the response. Uh, the leg gets bonus points because it's it's for convenience because it's got a handle. Yeah. But yeah. The, the, but but the thigh beats all as far as flavor. The, the thigh tastes better than anything. Now, are you getting them from so a certain location or just like a, this is from the the gas the come and go gas stations or what? Uh, I mean, I our fried chicken out here sucks. Okay. Like, I, I I get the best chicken I can get is from City Market. It's Chester's Fried Chicken, which is a chain. chain. Yeah. And it, yeah, and it, I'm not gonna say it's good. It's just the best I can get. You know, but traveling around, you learn where the where the good fried chicken. Is. There's a lot of places where KFC or I mean Popeyes is fucking great chicken. Dude, yeah, I think yeah, spicy. But I have a low standard from where I'm, where, I'm, <laughs> where I'm coming from, you know. So I'll take what I can get, you know. Where's your uh, go-to place? But the thigh, the thigh is the best. What's uh, that? Where's so? Where's your go-to place? That I guess back home. What What's your favorite what fried you... chicken place you've ever had? Yeah. Um, that's a good question. Uh, oh, I think it's Publix. I, 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 which is not an exciting answer. Do you guys have Publix where you are? It's more chain? of a Southeast. Yeah, no. Yes, it's a major grocery chain, yeah. and they have the best fried chicken. Yeah. Um, my answer used to be uh, uh, Dion's Chicken, which you find in South Florida, uh-huh. which is still pretty good, still pretty good. But uh, I think it's gone downhill, and Publix is just better. Well, and beyond that, it's it'll be some, you know, Ralph's Chicken Shack side, you know, some random thing on the so side of the road. Are you in the know? cooler, or I mean, when you when you guys are eating it, is it just lukewarm, just there? How are you usually well, eating in the lunch? It, it it depends. It so if you get it in the if uh, we'll get it in the morning, and if you get it and it's cold, you throw it straight in the cooler because it's already cold. If if you get hot fried chicken that's fresh in the morning. Do not put it in the cooler. Do not close the container. You want to let it breathe, or else it'll get all soggy. This is pro fried chicken here. (laughs) Man, I'm taking notes. Yeah, Yeah, no. If you if you get it in the yeah, if it's hot, you want to let it cool down before you put it in the cooler, or else it's just going to get soggy. Um, And if it's in the cooler long enough, it'll get soggy anyway. But uh, and then another tip is. If you have fried chicken in your fridge and you want to take it out with you in the morning, you put that shit in the oven and crisp it up a little bit and then do the same process. Don't close it up until it's cooled down and it you can like re-crisp it and it makes a, a humongous difference. Mm. It, it makes a big difference. So, but, but fried chicken, like a burrito that's been, you know, it could be cold. It could be hot. It's good either way. Yeah. You know? 
I just remember growing up as a kid and, like, you know, if we had chicken during the week, you wake up early watching cartoons and, like, okay, cold chicken, like cold yeah. pizza. You know, it was good. Sure, but yeah. I didn't I, – I wasn't expecting to say that you're throwing in – getting it – waking up earlier to go on your trip, but you're going to put it in and, and you know, warm it up to get it toasty so that, you know, when you're out the water, it's still crispy. Now I'm kind of – now I kind of want to do this. I just get a, get a, a bunch yeah, of – Yeah, it's uh, not that Bill hard. Or you put it in there while – yeah, you you put it in there and you go fuck around with some other shit and and you know, and it's in there crisping and making itself all juicy and good. Have you guys ever had Jolly Bees? Not yet, because no. it's kind of the Filipino. Yeah. like that's what. Because I saw they have spaghetti, fried chicken, gravy, like all. I don't there. even know what that is. It's it's a, a place from the Philippines, but it's like a fried chicken place. It has like a caterpillar on the front. I don't. Uh, know. It's a bubble bee. Oh, Bumblebee. Yeah. And it's known for having, like, the best fried chicken out of a fast food joint. Yeah. Mm. They do right. That. I haven't been yet, but you can also get spaghetti on the side. Yeah, Don't ask have, me why they do it. We have one here in San Antonio. They <laughs> yeah. built it, like, two years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. One, one uh, by, uh, on 410 by that uh, that stupid f- uh, furniture place that's been going out of business for 20 years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They yeah. always have the, yeah. uh, we're closing down sale. Yeah, right yeah. across the street. Yeah, yeah. By, the, <laughs> by the Nietzsche's. All the time. All the time. Yeah, I mean, it was like, <laughs> my office was, my old office was over there. Now, every time you drive by, I'm like, how are they not closed yet? Like, it's been, they've been going that's out of business. That's just their advertising. They're just always going out of business. They actually just keep making enough money to make it. <laughs> yeah. So, we got uh, uh, two questions from one guy. Uh, well, first is a comment. No question, just one. Dude, to you s- got you got to shout these people out. Do you have their do you have their names? Uh, wellness coach Wade. Okay. Said right. no question, just wanted to say that midges are lame. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And then uh, second question from him is, do you have an affiliate discount code for some sick boy beard oil, you hipster? <laughs> no, but I have been I have been approached by uh, beard oil type companies to to work together, and I I politely declined. <laughs> but for anyone interested in affiliate links, if you go to the bottom of my website, there's a bunch of uh, affiliate links down there. Companies that I work with, no beard oil for you though. Sorry. Mm-hmm. It's just raw, natural. <laughs> chicken grease yeah. and chicken yeah. grease yeah. and water. Um, man, so let me go. I'm going to run over here back to Instagram real quick. Oh, this question. what? Uh, what's the worst YouTube comment you've ever gotten? Oh, geez. Um, I see you post about your story, and I'm like, ooh. Yeah. I mean, so I, get a, I get a lot of hate. I'm not, um, it seems to have tapered off. Um, I can't cite a specific example, but uh, we'll talk about a a classic, and that was Pastor Carlin, who, <laughs> yeah, oh, it's a great star. You, yeah, yeah uh, this this was amazing, man. Uh, one summer, I uh, I the, I posted a video and I claimed I was on the North Fork of the Salmon River, which maybe it exists. I don't know. I was just making something up. And this <laughs> guy, this guy gets in the comments and it was, his, he had his name in there and um, he was uh, chastising me for calling out his sacred home waters <laughs> that he wants to protect. 
and I shouldn't be fishing them and making a video about it. Meanwhile, I was not on whatever water he's talking about. And I figured that if it's his sacred home waters, he should know what it looks like. Cause <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a thousand miles away from where I was actually fishing. So then, so he's, so he's busting my balls. And then like, I think I responded with something kind of cheeky. And then the next comment was, Oh, Pastor Carlin, I'm so ashamed you would represent our com- congregation in this way. I th- and the dude was a pastor, and somebody from his church was calling him out for being an asshole <laughs> in the comments. I, I remember you oh. talked about this on Instagram, didn't you? Because I remember yeah, seeing it. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. Oh, it's a saga. I still have the screenshots because <laughs> he deleted it all later. Um, so it was a ch- it was a church in Teton Valley in Idaho. And uh, this guy is the pastor, and he was being a total cock on on my uh, in, on my my comments. And then, lo and lo and behold, which is an appropriate phrase, uh, somebody from his congregation called him out, and uh, it went back and forth. And then, so he deleted the comments. And then, like three weeks or a month later, he sends me. I never contacted him or anything, but he sends me a message on Facebook, totally different medium medium and is, I don't know. I don't remember what it was, but he's like giving me shit on Facebook. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, dude, you're pushing it, man. Like I, and I should, I don't know if I screenshotted those. I love to screenshot shit and call people out. I mean, Oh, that what a story. What a saga. Yeah, fuck Pastor Carlin. <laughs> He's an asshole. <laughs> and, and then actually, and I had that. somebody. I, I had somebody that was like, "Hey, man, I know who this person is. I work in the shop in the area, and he comes in here and he's a total asshole." And I was like, "Well, there you go, man. There you go." Well, we've had that. We've had that on. Yeah, we've seen that. So, That's what you guys get hate comments? Not to your well, extent. We've had a couple of tying comments that have. That luckily we have a, enough people jump in and, and, you know, back up and throw shit back. We get good so listeners who we, back yeah, up. We yeah. Have, yeah, we have very good listeners that, yeah, that, that back up and, and throw shit back so we can sit back and enjoy it. And just kind of watch. <laughs> yeah. Good. Good. Because, I mean, it's the, the people that are commenting, I mean, they're morons. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <Like, laughs> well, I mean, you can. We, some of them obviously are not, and I don't want to like hate on our listeners and viewers and stuff. But you, uh, Phil Monahan, a guy that works for Orbis, he made a comment to me years and years ago that said, "YouTube comments are the sewer," and it. I think about that every day because it's so true. Oh yeah, it's yeah. so fucking true. It, they're just the biggest idiots on there. With your, uh, with the controversy that you bring in your videos, uh, or supposedly bring, because I don't think a lot of what you're saying is that controversial. But uh, what is your like to dislike ratio? Uh, my, uh, it's it, my likes. It's very high. It's uh, I don't think I have anything below ninety six percent. To be honest with you, okay. which is uh, su- surprising. Oh, okay, yeah, that's um, really high. Yeah, it's very yeah. high. So most yeah. people are in uh, on it. Like, they yeah. kind of get it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, which is which is gratifying for me. Uh, actually, it's funny. I just looked at that recently. And my some of my mo- 
there was there's a couple i i did like the you i did a video about fly fishing youtubers i think that might be like mid 90s people didn't like me talking shit about other people that they like <laughs> <laughs> and then and then after that it's so funny man um some of my t- two most disliked videos are where i was like hey by the way i also have this only fans and that's like that's the whole purpose of the video one of them was very clickbaity titled like i'm leaving youtube it was super clickbaity <laughs> but uh people get upset when i offer a service they can pay for and it's like hey nothing's going to change here on youtube but by the way you can get some other stuff over here and those are some of my most disliked videos <laughs> and it's like what the fuck? Like, like nothing to... and uh and 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 there was a lot bunch of comments in those videos like i'm unsubscribing it's like what dude like i'm just offering extra shit over here i'm not but I, I just do not understand it at all. I feel like with all YouTubers, the second they add something like that, that's the same thing everybody gets. Like, they're not changing what they're doing. They're actually just adding more for the people who like Exactly. It. And then it's just more. complains about it. Like, no, no, no. I've expected uh, you for free. You were theirs for free. And so right. that's the way it's right. always got to yeah. be. What's yep. the, what For you, what's the current social media trend that you're completely hating at the moment? Uh, reels and shorts. I hate it. <laughs> now, do you hate it because I mean, you just hate the hate the way they are, or do you hate it because now we are all like you know? Slaves two two reasons. Oh, just two reasons. I'll tell you why. One number one is I don't consume media like that. Uh-huh. I don't watch them. Uh, I don't watch reels. I don't watch short because when I'm watching anything that's a video on my phone, it's silent. Uh, I don't do stuff with sound mm-hmm. for the most part um so i like to flip through pictures and then number two all of this content i shoot a ton of content but it's all horizontal Mm -hmm. and i i i I can't bring myself to shoot more with the vertical it's enough to for me to just have to do it horizontal and i've i've just started doing youtube shorts because i know i have to and but I'm just chopping them like in the, in the app from my existing videos. And sometimes it looks like shit because it's taking horizontal to vertical. Yeah. That's we did the same yeah. we fishing last weekend. And I felt like I was doing the same thing. You know, we have all the GoPros and fancy cameras and stuff. And then, but you have to break out the phone. Exactly. Because you have to get that, that vertical shot. So. Sometimes I think yes. what we do is we ask ourselves is like, <clears throat> Is today a horizontal or vertical day? Like, are we making Ugh, a YouTube video? Right. Or are we just, sh- like, getting... Little and, clips for short And honestly, videos. they're both good because, like, uh, with the YouTube, when we try to do a YouTube video, it's, like, it's going to require a lot of editing. We already do the podcast, so it's going to be a lot of work. But yeah, it's a lot of work. So, and then going out and filming and making sure the audio is good and doing all that crap you got to do. Um, but honestly, the uh, vertical days are, like, kind of a break because we don't shoot as much or have the cameras constantly rolling or doing this or that and so it's like oh this sure. is more of a fishing day and we're just catching a couple of clips we can turn into reels so it's kind of like a night it's like it's almost like we're fishing more than we are producing content yeah. that makes sure sense. Uh, it, i i can very much understand that and 
and I, I struggle with it because I know it's something I need to be doing. And it, but it's also weird. Like I do a ton of Instagram stories, which are vertical, yeah. but they're not really relatable or directly. Tr- I, I can't make them into shorts and reels and stuff. Yeah. It's just different. It's a different content yeah. too. It's more of like I'm getting this information out now rather than like I'm making a lasting thing sort mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. And also it's not a lot of it's not about fishing like oh here's my dog yeah. or you know, shit like that. Like, yeah, you know, or with, like uh, with the the short, or the the stories. The stories. Yeah, exactly. I'm just doing it for fun, right. you know. So, so another question we got, uh, why do you hate the South Platte so much outside of the Dream Stream that place sucks? Well, I, I would include the Dream Stream in that. It's crowded as shit. That's it. That's the number one reason. Uh, I'm, I'm proud, very extremely proud to say that I've lived in Colorado for uh, 25 plus years and I have fished the dream stream for about an hour and a half. And that's the only time I've ever fished the South Platte. No, really? And, I think his question yeah, was more, the whole why time. do you hate the South Platte? Well, he's excluding the dream stream. So he's saying, I think he's saying like, it's all the same. The, is it all the same? So I've, I fished it in one my time. opinion. Okay. I mean, okay. sure, ge- 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 geography-wise, I mean, if you want to look at, yeah, you got a meadow stream as opposed to canyons at, like, Cheeseman and Deckers and stuff, but it's all the South Platte. It's all fucking crowded, gotcha. period. That's gotcha. it. All with That's a bunch it. of Texans just telling them how, yes. how, how, <laughs> yeah. how, how to fish. Yeah. This is how you fish. Because yeah. that's how they do it in yeah. Texas. you guys. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna go to the Guad and be like, God, I hate it here. I hate all these guys from Texas. Just like, Every time. This place is full of Texans. <laughs> What's your favorite Tinkara rod and why is it moonshine? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> that was Captain yeah. Redbeard. It, uh, that it, asked it, that. it fits in my rectum so perfectly. That's why. <laughs> Uh, man, I think that's about all the questions I want to ask. Um, yeah, yeah, that's about it. So, Zach, you you had some questions. What did you want to ask? Let's see. Uh, oh, kind of going off of this, uh, is anyone safe from uh, the the huge fly fishermen? Like, is there anybody who you oh, won't kind of no go way. after? No out. Okay, good. Uh, you know, I, I would say no one's safe. Um. But there are certain groups where, I mean, maybe this is getting into a sensitive area. There are certain groups that, if you, yeah, maybe some people are safe, damn it. Um, <laughs> uh, it's hard to give shit to women sometimes. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Uh, a lot of them deserve it. But, uh, yeah, that is a excellent question i'm uh and, and i feel for, like for i'm marrying texans That's it. <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i'm i'm getting a little more reserved with my attacks lately and i'm not sure if, if that's a good or a bad why move. why do you think that process is happening where you're becoming more reserved uh, because i am uh, reaching a wider audience and receiving more flack when i attack people mm. Right. I mean, yeah. it's just, everything's growing and it's like, okay. Attacking people is fun. Uh, it gets a reaction, but is it worth dealing with all the bullshit that comes with it? You know? Yeah. And, and I can, I can still make good content without 
being an asshole. Yeah. You know? But I'm sure a lot does that of that makes sense. Yeah, it yeah. Definitely does. I, I'm sure a lot of it writes itself though. I mean, like you said, you've seen it up there. Um, you know, in, in it writes itself and it's yeah. and it's stuff that everyone is thinking and it needs to be said. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm I'm throwing myself on 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 the fire there and a lot of a lot of it and be like, I'll be the guy that says it, man. You know, I, I'm okay with that in in a lot of situations, right. not all of them. And that's probably why you have the explosive growth because you took something that wasn't been that hasn't been done and you started doing it. You started saying the quiet part out loud. There's a lot of fly fishing YouTube channels. I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, we're not controversial, um, or we try not to be controversial um, for the most part. But uh, you're saying the quiet thing out loud, and there's a lot of people that are like, "Oh, this guy's doing a good thing." So explosion, explosion, explosion of growth. With the explosion comes a wider audience, and then I can I can kind of see where you're coming from, 100. percent Yeah, it's it's tough, and honestly, I mean it's it's a lot of fun to, to stir the pot. I love it, but I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I'm sure all three of us have sent stuff to drama loop in a post. <laughs> just not in our, it's not in our name, but yeah, actually we haven't talked about this on the podcast, but I would recently, uh, spearheaded a troll that I was quite proud of. Where? On the, you, wait, you were the troll? Yeah, I was on the Guadalupe River uh, trout page. <laughs> I don't know if you guys, did you guys see that? I didn't I see it. No, no, no. Go ahead. So every other, there's a Facebook group. Guadalupe River Trout. Oh, that's right. Okay, I don't know. And uh, it's a bunch of people asking where they should go fishing, what flies yeah. they should use. And then there's a lot of people that are like part of the group. It's like they kind of like attack them in the comments section because it's like stop asking where to go fishing. A five-minute Google search will uh, – you, you can find your spots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or how about you let me take you fishing and I'll show you a spot we can go fishing together. That type of stuff. Well, this was happening like a lot, and a lot of people were getting attacked in the comments. And I was like, okay. So I wrote up this nice long post. Hey, I've been seeing a lot of people asking <laughs> about about uh, fishing spots on the quad. I took the liberty of making this blog post that details all of the fishing spots for trout on the Guadalupe River, whether they're free or whether they're paid. I hope this information helps you out. And then I put a link. And uh, it was a link to the uh, Rick Roll video, <laughs> but I, <laughs> but I hid the link. Nice. I, I hid the link. Uh, I guess you can. There's like link hiders where you can like change yeah. the link, and it was like a blog yeah. dot Guadalupe River Trout dot whatever. So it looked real. <laughs> and uh, the first, it was quite hilarious. The first couple of comments were like. Uh, great information i really appreciate it so like people oh, that perfect. have been yeah that have been they, like they kind of bought into it they bought in like pe people that have been rick rolled the rule is if you've been rick rolled you continue the rick roll yeah you so don't tell anybody you don't tell anybody so that was like the first string of comments and then then it got bad <laughs> then it was uh the boomers saying uh i only get a link to the rick ansley video <laughs> can you right. please can you please reshare the link and then i, uh, <laughs> I, I would I would recomment to them like, "Oh, I updated it. They should have fixed it." And then, and then they would comment, "Uh, no, it's still they can't sleep it." Like they just never caught on. And then I got some messages, uh, text messages from guides that I know that were like, "Hey, uh, like one person said, I really think you should take that 
steal that uh, article down. And I was like, did you even click on the link to see what it said? And then he got back. Jesus. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. And then I got some messages from, from, from some other guys, some, from some other guys like, oh man, you were circulating our group chat for about five minutes. I, no one ever expected you to do that. And then we realized that it was a joke. And <laughs> So it was a wild ride for about 24 hours until the post got taken down. It got taken down? It did. It's no longer up. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. It's bullshit. But honestly, I I can understand why you say you're having fun because that was probably like the best 24 hours (laughs) of of 2022. I'm not going to lie. I was just like giggling like for a day straight. It was so fun. Yeah. I love stirring the pot, dude. See, I just I yeah. in getting this, I I always, you know, years and years ago was was more like on the Drake, and there was a local forum here too. And you're talking I, about the Drake forum, yeah, the Drake, the famous forum that, Drake forum, yeah. But it's not the it's not what oh, it yeah. was. It's not what it was ten years ago, and I think it's not what it was because now we have these Facebook groups that all those guys that got butt hurt anyway or would always lurk now just go right, right there. And uh, right, you know, I I would say the same like. You know, you, you go on to Too Cool Fishing. Too Cool Fishing has a, a, a fly fishing forum, and it's all the same. What what rod do I need to use for saltwater? And three threads down is, is again, another guy asking the same thing that have already been answered 80 times. So, you know, yeah. it's, it's kind of low-hanging fruit, but it is fun. But yeah, forums are dead. Facebook killed the forums. And then there's still... Uh, do you guys ever look on the Reddit fly fishing yeah. subreddit? It, it that's and that's where it's the same thing going on there now. Every other post is, what rod do I get? Where do I go? And it's such a. I miss being able to hide behind. Uh, uh, you know, a name, a random name, Not right on a, a forum, <laughs> on a forum, but on a forum, you can just have like a random name. Right. And then, so when some guy asks you like, Hey, make sure you get the green line over the orange because the green is for accuracy. And right. The orange is for distance. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's why the, that's why the Drake was different. Cause it was mostly unmoderated. You try to do yeah. that on, on our fly fishing and they're going to, they're going to, uh, shadow ban you. Well, it's no, the biggest why, joke. Dude. That's why you go to, uh, what fly fishing circle jerk. You know? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. You're not going to get actual <laughs> advice there, but you're going to have a good time. <laughs> but, but the Drake forums was a bit, it was when I, I don't know if you know this, but I was highly involved with that. Yeah. And, and I know, there's... I know several guys that were again, a decade ago, uh, to share, uh, for, uh, 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 oh yeah, Jeff. Yeah. I know Jeff. Yeah, Jeff. Uh, Jeff yeah. and I are homeboys. Uh, uh, Ish uh, was one, and of course Benzo. Um, okay. And, you know. Yeah, so those guys are old school. Yeah, it's like, and that's the thing. Like with with the guys here at the table, we there is a little bit of an age gap, and I feel like, and we've talked about it on previous ones where, you know, that's where I kind of came in was was through those forums. And, Same. and the guys, you know, Landon and Zach were, you know, they had YouTube, they had Instagram, they had all that. And they, it was just that weird transition at that time of where we're coming right. from. But yeah, I've, yeah, Jeff's, oh yeah, he's, he's like my uncle. Um, oh, right on. Yes. Tell him I said hi. We'll do. We'll but do. Uh, I've, I've had a lot of people ask me like, well, how do we find that now? You know? Mm-hmm. And, and it's I, yeah, I just don't have. I don't have an answer for them. You know, it's, it's social media, dude. Just find, find your spot. Put a R, R slash life. 
fishing is not it. Those guys are the idiots of the biggest idiots out there. Um, what do you think? Uh, who who do you consider like your fly fishing legends? Like the uh, the the leaders of the sport, um, and who set set the example um, currently in fly fishing. Hey, uh, uh, me? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I'll throw some names out there. And, uh, well, for, first of all, most of my biggest inspirations are just personal friends that I know yeah. that, that, that most people wouldn't know of. Um, I think uh, there's a guy on the Green River in Utah named Colby Crossland. I think he's doing everything right. Um, there's a guy named uh, Johan Van Newland in the Keys that I think is on the right path. Um, that's a tough question. <laughs> um, I don't, uh, and it's not that, you know, I'm not going to throw out the big names that that are all plat the, the industry darlings, you know, like some of them are cool. I guess Yago's cool, but, uh, a lot of the industry darlings, you know, I don't think maybe deserve it. Isn't the right word, but I don't think we need to be blowing them up so much. My biggest inspirations are my friends and people you don't have not heard of. They're just people that I've spent time with and uh, they know what they're doing and they don't give a shit or as much of a shit about social media as I do. So they're not blasting their names out there. I think think that's a good point because that's like how so many people get started. It's not necessarily what you see online or if you see somebody else doing it. I mean, I'm sure that's kind of like what piques the interest, but that's not what keeps you in it. You know, it's typically the people, you know, the people you meet. Yeah, fair enough. But but we've seen, I know guys that don't have any um, social media presence and sure. are far and away some of the best fly fishermen and fly tires I've ever seen. No, yeah, definitely right? don't mean you can't do that. But but then on the on the other side of that is we've seen with Instagram is there's a lot of guys on Instagram that are aren't perception is is thinking that they are huge fly fishermen and they're not. Like no, you, it's like all smoke and mirrors, man. <laughs> yeah. Smoke and yeah. mirrors. No, exactly that. Yeah, it's all yeah. it's all it's all sp- smoke and mirrors. And I know well, recently we have it's some like guys. if you're if you're in a bar, the guy that's the loudest talking about fly fishing or whatever is the guy the guy that's probably most full of shit. And, you know? and it's the guy. <laughs> 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 yeah, but you know what I mean. It, and it, I and I love uh, uh, being or reminding myself that there's lots of people out there killing it way more than anyone else on social media. And they have no social media presence, but they're out there wrecking shit. And I, I know one or two of those guys, but I know there are a lot more and, and they're out there doing it better than everyone else. And nobody knows about it. And that's real shit right there. I mean, those guys exist. No, we've had a couple of guys on the podcast. They're like, buddies but they don't really put their stuff out there and like some of the best fly tires i know um that are just friends of ours and they live in you know the hill country of texas and they don't put anything on social media but they're just like guys i even i look up to i'm like man these guys are are getting it done so i i understand that 100 percent um what uh how do you get your video ideas i'm sure going on now having done it a couple years it's uh getting more interesting 
Yeah, interesting is a good way to put it. You could just say it's getting harder because that's true too. Because <laughs> uh, um, I think I'm up somewhere around 250. Um, I uh, I feel like I've done all the big ones already, and I'll, um, I get a fair number of them from uh, viewers, which I, I always appreciate as long as they're good ideas. But uh, I feel like. I do two things. I try to make a video about a teeny tiny thing like uh, stringing up your rod or I just try to get abstract um, or, or just try to do things that it haven't been done before because there's a million videos that have been done about a roll cast. Yeah. I've done one too. You know, um, <laughs> I just, I, I just, I just recently, it's on my OnlyFans now. It's not on YouTube yet, but I made a video about trash fish, you know? So I just try to come up with weird shit. And honestly, I do like my power thinking in the shower in the morning. So I fire up that shower, make it real hot, and just try to think about shit in the shower. And uh, some of it makes it into my running video list, and, and some of it does not. But uh, it's now, definitely getting more difficult. Do you write a script? Yeah, you, almost all you, the time. You rattle off points, and you're like, boom, 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 boom. So it definitely seems like you have, you're working off of a script. Is yeah, a, most of the time yeah. I am. Yeah, and I'm literally – like, uh, I love it when I can shoot a video outside and wear my sunglasses so I can just read the script <laughs> and, oh, and, and, have it, and have it not be real obvious. Mm. Whereas like lately, right now I'm doing it inside and it has to be a little more sly and it's much tougher for me. But, and actually that, that, um, that trash fish video, I even said it in the beginning, I did that video without a script and it was tougher. So I like having a script because there are a lot of points that I want to, uh, make sure that I make and, but I feel like it sounds scripted. So sometimes I'll have kind of notes but I'll forget to mention things, but it sounds better. And then other times I'll have a word for word script where I have everything that I want to say, but I feel like it doesn't sound as good. Uh, so, so, but most of the time, yeah, I have a script. I have a giant stack of, I laminate them and I, yeah, I have, I have a giant stack of scripts. Have, have there been any ideas that you had where once you did it, you're like, no, nah, this is dumb. Yes. Lots of them. Um, I don't think I've shot them, but I write stuff all the time where I'm like, ah, I don't know if this is going to do it. Um, like I did one recently about fly fishing myths that was sitting on a shelf for six months. And then I did it and it turned out to be very successful. It was a good video. And which is another thing, like there's been so many times where I'm like, this video sucks, but I, I have to put it out because it's Monday morning. And then it's like very popular like all the time, like the videos that I love the most do terrible. And the videos that I hate the most do great. <laughs> I don't I get it. it. I don't same. understand my it. My all time favorite video I've made is like one of our least, least viewed videos. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, and then we can't explain it. why some of them that we kind of threw together a little more half ass. that is just like taken off. Right. Yeah. I don't understand the algorithm at all at all. That's the, that's the point. Nobody's supposed to understand. That. <laughs> no, yeah. 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 
yeah. but we just we just keep cranking them out, man. Every Monday rolls around. There's got to be a new video, yeah, whether man. it's good or bad. Rolling I know they're not all going to be bangers. Yeah. yeah, blind squirrel finds a nut every now and then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, uh, so I got a question. Are there any videos that you either regret? Maybe that's not the right word. Maybe that you wish were uh, were different after you put them out. Um, we no. No, because I, I really want to stand behind what I say. Uh, and I mentioned it before, but the YouTubers video, I think I could have done that one better. Mm-hmm. Um, where, where I was reviewing different fly fishing YouTubers. Yeah. Uh, I could have done, I could have done a better job there. Uh, I don't regret it, but I think I could have done it better. And I think I could have done every single video I've ever made. I think I could have done it better. But uh, that's probably the one that sticks out for me. There's another one where I did the uh, worst worst products in fly fishing, and uh, and I, there's two different versions. One's on my OnlyFans, and one is on YouTube. And uh, I wish I would have been harsher on the YouTube version. Really? Because you kinda, you the, back uh, a little bit? oh yeah, oh big time, big time. And the uh, the the OnlyFans version is so much fucking better. Really. <laughs> <laughs> so is that how you differentiate yeah. between what you put on YouTube and the OnlyFans is uh basically YouTube is a little bit more reserved and OnlyFans is nothing held back? Yeah, there's different ways I do it. Some okay. videos have uh extended versions and that's how that one was that worst products one was the the video that went on YouTube was basically had a bunch of stuff cut out. And that that all was it is on the OnlyFans version. Like you can, it's there, you know. And I'm, I don't hold back. Um, and so that's one way is I'll do just alternate versions. And then I also have um, ex- a bunch of exclusive videos on my members page where they just don't get on YouTube at all. And um, most of those are kind of location sensitive. Let's put it that way. Okay. And uh, there's a there's a series on there that is the the it's one of my most favorite places to fish. It's very dear to my heart. It's amazing. Some of the best brown trout dry fishing that I know of, and probably some of the best in the United States. And there's no way that's ever going to get on YouTube ever. And uh, I've got a whole series from that place. Uh, and then also, I don't edit out the the f bombs and everything like that. There's I, so you can hear me swear, I guess, if you want. Uh, and then there's some things where we 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 do talk a little bit about location because you know I don't talk about locations at all, and we get a little bit more specific over there without giving too much away. So there's there's several benefits that you're getting from from my own OnlyFans. Yeah. Uh, we uh, asking for a friend. Are are you fishing um, uh, barefoot? No, <laughs> no, never. Maybe if, if I'm if on a if I'm on a casting platform on a skiff, I might be barefoot. That's about it. <laughs> for that OnlyFans content. <laughs> oh, oh, 
I didn't get it. No, I get it. Okay, sorry. Okay. You're good. No, good to uh, I, I yeah. should include more close-ups of my feet. Is that what you're saying? Hey, man, give the people what they want. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Time, yeah. Uh, uh, more foot content. You got it. We Coming just want to see you successful. Yeah. That's all. Hey, time flies with Thank your you. feet. Yeah. You can do it, man. You can do it. Yeah. yeah sure. Of course. <laughs> Oh man, this has been a very controversial uh, uh, podcast. This is, I'm oh, liking it. No. This is awesome. Oh come on, it's not <laughs> controversial. It's, not it's, real. No, it's, it's real. It's real. It's real. Yeah. Zach, what else you got? Uh, let's see. I got two other main ones. Uh, oh, uh, okay. Do you think there are any people who are kind of doing what you're doing now? Like, have, have are there any imitators of you? Oh, all the time. Really? Yeah. Uh, some, I like it when the people uh, want to include me in my, in the imitation of me. Uh, there's a, there's a guy, a uh, very small YouTube channel called Half Moon Fly Fishing. He approached me. He's like, hey, I want to do this video. I want to do it in your style. I don't want to piss you off. Will you be a part of it? I'm like, hell yeah, dude. Like, thanks for you know, want to include me. Um, and he made a video about like 10 things I hate about fly fishing, you know, something totally in my style. Uh, and then there's another, I just came across this the other day and it's a, probably a well-known, uh, name. I don't know if I, how to say his name, Joe Semerly or something from the bent podcast. Uh, a lot of his videos. Uh, yeah, Joe Cermelli. Yeah, we've had him on our podcast. Cermelli, yeah. yeah. If you look back at his recent video titles, there's a lot of overlap between his and mine, uh, and especially compared to his previous video styles. Hey, I'm not saying I'm the most original guy out there. I've definitely copied people, but uh, I think he's riding my coattails a little bit. I, I just, boo, there you go. There's a sound bite for you, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. And then there, there's been a few other ones where I'm like, oh, clearly this person is trying to emulate what I'm doing, which is great. Fine. I don't fucking own the copyright on my style or video titles. Great. Go for it. But uh, I, I love it when, when people just own it and they're like, Hey, I'm going to copy you. Do you mind? Or would you like to help out? And I'm like, dude, I'm so on board with that. Like, yeah, I want to, I want to help out, you know? So, um, yeah. but, but for the most part, I think I pretty much own what I fucking do and nobody can touch me. Yeah. No, no, definitely. <laughs> you know, what, what's, I forget what the phrase is. I, I got a, I got a collaboration idea brewing right now. Uh huh. Five worst things about Texas fly fishing. <laughs> oh, God. There number, you go. Number one. Yeah. Yeah. Number one. That's a great Being video idea. <laughs> That's number perfect. Two, yeah. 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 Perfect. Maybe, maybe we'll have to do a little collab. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> I'm all about it. <laughs> Which is literally like pointing back to what he's saying and going, well, he's, he's not wrong. <laughs> That's a, yeah, number two's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What is uh? What's your most memorable fly fishing experience? Oh wow, um, tough question. Uh, maybe the one big tarpon that I've caught, um, was which was in Everglades. Yeah, it was in it was in Florida. Yeah, and then uh, 
probably honestly fishing fishing with my kids and we do like camping fishing trips with just me and my boys and those are those are my best memories for sure oh those are that sounds awesome yeah it is it's awesome i feel lucky to be able to share it with them um what uh what is your craziest thing that's happened on the river or any crazy stories Um, from being out fishing yeah, I mean, I'm sure you there's have a, a lot of them from being a guide at the very least. Yeah, no, there's a lot of them, and uh, I'll preface with I'm a I'm a terrible storyteller, <laughs> um, but uh, probably the honestly, I I think one of the the most memorable ones was we were doing a, uh, and this is why I'm a terrible storyteller. I I already need to back up. So I was always <laughs> we we're doing a. I was doing a nine day river trip and uh, the second half of the, basically the first half of it was family trip. And the second half was a fishing trip. And so we're into the second half of it and there's big rapids. There's, there's three boats. It's me and two other boats in our party, all rafts, um, two with fishing frames, one with not a fishing frame. And we're going through a class four rapid and um, it was raining and I could make this story an hour and a half because it was, it was incredible, but it was just all, everything was bad. And we had to scout out this rapid. This was the crux of the entire trip. This entire nine day trip, this uh, rapid was the hardest part. And uh, I went first and then I guess dibs went second and uh, I made it through and then I'm, I'm still rowing and looking forward and my passenger in front is looking back to make sure everybody made it through. And he goes, Oh God, dibs is upside down. So, so dibs flipped his boat in the river, three swimmers and it's a class four rapid. They, and um, when we do a, a rapid like that, there's a term called rig to flip where basically everything's tightened down. So if you, if the boat goes upside down, you're not going to lose shit. Well, Dibs's idea of rig to flip was different than ours. And, <laughs> and he, he, he lost a lot of stuff and we spent all afternoon cleaning up this big mess. I mean, luckily everyone was okay. And we, um, there's a little video about it in one of my videos and we're pulling people out of the water and flipping the boat over and, and it was it was just a shitty, shitty situation. But lucky, luckily, everyone was okay, and and we had a great time. Um, that's probably one of my most or memories that stands out the most. Yeah, I mean, I uh, was... for uh, two summers I was a whitewater guide in Colorado. Um, oh, there you go. And, well, uh, river, uh, the Arkansas. Okay. All right. Yeah, and uh, uh, I've picked up swimmers, and I've had swimmers, so I uh, yeah, you I know the deal. I understand. It's uh, definitely stressful. When you were talking about earlier uh, the pressure of uh, being a guide about putting clients on fish, uh, I was I specifically remember the pressure of being a whitewater guide and keeping everyone not safe. Not killing people. And, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I did not yeah. like that feeling. Yeah. No. no and, not one and that's, bit. I mean, pe- yeah, no, you could kill people yeah. doing that. No, for sure. Yeah, I Right. And yeah, it's one thing to, if someone doesn't catch a 14 inch fish, it's another thing if they don't go home with their family. 
know? Yeah, but no, it, yeah. it stressed me out a lot. Um, for sure. I don't think, uh, uh, it was a great experience for me and it taught me a lot, but I don't think I was like cut on the cloth of some of those guys that are, uh, uh, that do that and do insane whitewater and, and do all right. that. I'm not cut, cut out of that same cloth for sure. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I'm not, I don't seek out whitewater. Uh, I have a very healthy respect for water and I, I mean, I'm, I'm scared going through that stuff, but the, the whitewater that we do is just a byproduct of what we're trying to do. Yeah, you know, like sure. uh, if I had, if I had my choice, I would just float, float flat rivers all the time, but, we're trying to go places where you have to uh, row some tough stuff. For sure. Uh, ben, do you have any questions for us? Uh, yeah. What, what do you do besides the Guadalupe? Oh man, there's, we probably have three decent rivers in the hill country that are within an hour drive of us. So the hill country is low. We're in the Southern tip of the Texas hill country in San Antonio. We're kind of like San Antonio's the dividing line of the Texas Hill Country and South Texas. And so being at the southern tip, with the Hill Country being just north of us, there's a dozen rivers that we can fish. Nice oh, thing, wow. Nice thing about being in Texas is uh, if you can get onto the water Through at a public point yeah. and you stay in the water, you're not trespassing. Okay, now, cool. All right. Some things I hate about Texans is that some – of those landowners don't necessarily agree with law. that or understand that. Yeah. Yeah. So sure. that sure. is one thing I dislike about Texans. But uh, so if you can get yourself on a river through a public point, or maybe you pay somebody five bucks to access the river through their property, you can go as long as you're, you know, foot in the, as long as you got a foot in the water, you're pretty much good. And you can go as far upstream or downstream as you want. Um, so and- we obviously, the Guadalupe is the most famous for obvious reasons because the trout fishing. It seems like right. and the thing that's a little bit frustrating is the frenzy of the Guadalupe um, is so crazy. Um, people just go absolutely <laughs> nuts over it. And, you know, five, six, seven years ago when I was fishing it, you know, there wasn't that many people doing it. You could go out and not run into somebody else. Or maybe you run into one other guy or you could. But now it's just like it just feels like it's shoulder to shoulder. So Last year I went one time, and this year I haven't been yet. It just doesn't get me excited it, anymore. It seems like it's blown up. Like yeah. ten years ago, you never never heard about trout fishing in the Guadalupe. Is that a new thing? No, or is they it started just... doing that in like '82, I believe. Stocking so trout. it's been there forever. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a product of social media exactly. and whatnot no, and things exactly like that. that. Yes, absolutely. Because yeah. literally, like ten years ago, you never heard about it. Am I right there? I mean, you guys yeah. probably well, heard no, no, about no. it because you're. It was there, but when you look at the demographic now, it's, it's so much younger guys right. out there fishing, and that wasn't there 10, 15 years ago. Well, like, it's on my feed all the time, yeah. you know, for just on whoever I'm following. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can turn that shit off if I want to, but uh, but I feel like ten years ago you never ever heard about trout fish. I knew about the Guadalupe, I knew about Guadalupe bass, I knew about the Rio Grande cichlid, but I then never heard about trout fishing yeah. in the Guadalupe. I would River. say in the last three years has been the yes. insane explosion. Yeah, last three years. For sure. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah. especially especially with the lap passes and stuff and and the uh, GRTU that you know the special access that they're buying a lot of guys are buying them from um, from Dallas and from Houston and come down you know one or two times and then that's it they bought that pass and but they even see I don't know anything about the passes and all yeah, that I heard you talk about that in one of your podcasts but I don't really know anything about all that but there's whatever pay to play I don't mind paying. I mean, how much you got to pay? Well, here's the thing. There's pay to play, and it's like 200 bucks, and then there's – and that gets you 10 spots. For a 15, year. Yeah, for a year, 10, 15 access spots on the river. Then there's pay to play. You go to a campsite, and you pay them 5 bucks, and you can get on the river, and then, like you said, you can go up or down yeah. as far as you want. Then there's free access spots. So there's all there's three options, options for people. It's not only pay to play. And, you know, if you're willing to walk, you can get anywhere. I mean, the section of river is five miles, so right. – and there's trout. If you're the whole damn time. thing is five miles. No, no, no. The trout section. The trout section is five. The miles. trout section is five miles. That's what I mean. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Every everybody's in that five miles. <laughs> yeah. 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 Five miles. Yeah. yeah. Ouch. Yeah. So Ouch. back to your question. So we have the Guadalupe River. Uh, we we have, go to the coast too. About yeah. it's two hours away. We're two hours from the coast. So a lot of red fishing. A lot of okay. redfish trips. And then we got bass in our backyard. We got the San Antonio River, like literally in our backyard. Yeah, carp um, all day. Carp. And, and that's a nice. Tell thing. me, Two tell weeks. me about Big Bend National Park and what kind of fishing is there on uh, the Rio Grande? Minimal fishing there. No, nah, it's, it's a, not happening. It's, it's not a, a thing. It's not. It's, it's a great place to go because it's an amazing park. But I would not go there if you plan on fishing because there's almost no. Okay. Decent fishing. Yeah, and it's it's always chocolate. Not milk. even in the Rio Grande. No, it's no. it's muddy. It's mud water. It's mud. It, and, All right. And I even talked carp. I went, no, no. I even went to the uh, uh, park rangers. And was like, hey, you know, we, my wife and I went there for our anniversary uh, two years ago, and uh, was asking them about fishing, and they're like, they there's some catfish, you. you know, yeah. in the river, and you know, maybe some gaspergoo, freshwater drum. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's all chocolate milk. Now, it's an okay. amazing okay. river if you want to float. They have uh is it St. Elisa Canyon? The one that like the main one between yeah. us. Yeah. And there's some amazing floating there. So if you just want to do like a float camp right. you know, trip, it's awesome. Big Bend is beautiful. Um fishing we, not so much. Fishing not so not much. Now Guadalupe Mountains National Park. Which is west, like almost El Paso. Yeah. Northwest of Big Bend. Yep. Um, apparently, and there's not a lot of information about this, but that was a historic native cutthroat trout park. And then when they did what? the whole rainbow uh, trout uh, introduction deal that, you know, happened everywhere, uh, you know, the rainbows got rid of all the cutthroats that were in Guadalupe Mountains National Park. Um, this is in Texas. This is yeah. in Texas. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'll send you some info on it if I can find it. It's kind of yeah. Hard to find. I love that shit. Um, so there were native cutthroat trout in Texas. Yeah. You're saying? Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll, wow. I'll find an article and I'll send it to you. Um, they they do research on it, but uh, now it's just rainbows and you can't fish for them in the park. So huh. um, it's kind of an interesting deal, but yeah. what the uh, fuck is the point of having them there then? <laughs> well, they're they're all wild, and I there's not that many. Who cares? They're not native. <laughs> that's yeah. You're yeah. you're not wrong because <laughs> it's Texas. That's yeah, why Texas. That's, yeah. that's dumb as shit, dude. <laughs> man. <laughs> that's so dumb. Yeah. Um. And 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 uh, a sneak preview. My trash fish video 
has a hard slant towards native fish and why they're important. Yeah. So. Yeah. So everything that's yeah. not native. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have any other questions Dude, for us, man? Uh, no, I'm still trying to process this whole uh, cutthroat <laughs> trout in Texas. I'll, yeah. I'll send you an. I'll find an article and send it to you. Yeah. Yeah. No, and it's probably time I wrap it up. I've finished all all three of my beers. Oh, nice. And uh, and and I need to go do family stuff right now. Okay. You are. Well, you good. got it, man. Absolutely, dude. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> oh, thank you guys. That was great. That was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I had a lot of fun. And thanks for letting me plug my stuff and a few of my friends as well. Yeah, plug it one more time. Uh, so you're a huge uh, fly fisherman on Instagram. Huge fly fisherman on Instagram. Huge fly fisherman on YouTube. Uh, my website, hugeflyfisherman.com. Get your merch and become a member for ex- exclusive content. Huge fly fisherman everywhere. That's it. Okay, perfect. So. We'll, we'll put all the links in the description too so people have an easy time it. finding it. Absolutely, man. Dude, thanks again for joining us. This was great. We had a blast. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I had a great time. Thank you, guys. And, uh, yeah, keep in touch. Let's fish. Look in the description below to find links to our website, online store, YouTube channel, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Discord server, and blog. Please send your podcast questions and inquiries to info at honeyholeangling.com. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll see you again next week.